<laughs> I love that. Love that. He loves it. Opinions unqualified. Uh, welcome to this week's um, episode. Uh, we're in Nixie's back room, um, and we're actually being pretty excited, Sammy, about um, some of the analytics um, that you've seen with regards to our listeners. Yeah, so our um, analytics that we hit every uh, once in a while, um, we've got a few different countries. We have 9% from the United States. That's a big number. That is a big number. 9% is a big number. We've got 1% from Ireland. Under 1% Belgium. Yep. Under 1% Germany. Mm. Under 1% Italy. Mm. Under 1% United Kingdom, under 1% India, and under 1% Mexico. And 87% Australia. Australia. So that, I reckon if I was good at mathematics, it means we've got at least 12 listeners. At least, because it has to be under 12, 1% you know, for us. To, so at least 12. Big numbers, big numbers. Out <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's interesting, 9% from America. So and obviously you've spent some time in America, Sam. So... And I've, I've got some friends that are, that are based over there. So, you homies? That's how they talk, isn't it? Homies? Nah, bro. Oh, how do they talk in America? I don't know. Just like us. Really? A little bit different. A little different oh, accent. G'day, mates. Um, <laughs> appreciate the, the support. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so thanks for listening. Um, today, we have a very, very special guest. And I mean special in all aspects of the word. Um... He is actually a young man that I believe in a great deal. I think he's got a lot of potential in a lot of areas in life. Um, he's very kind, very gentle, very loving, uh, very intelligent. Um, he is funny at times. And um, once you get to know him, you can definitely see um, all of these different personality traits shine. Um, so Thanks. I'd like to welcome Thanks. Daniel Vlahov. Daniel, how are you, brother? Always good, man. Always yeah. good. Happy to be here. And I had to drop your last name because we never drop anyone's last name. But your last name is synonymous. <laughs> very, yeah. Yeah. I get it a lot. Yeah. To greatness. Yeah. Yeah. I get that a lot. All, all throughout high school, man. All throughout high school. Yeah. yeah. How's Uncle Andrew? Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. He's good, bro. He's good. <laughs> he's good. Um, so, just to start with, I'm just going to throw the, the questions at you straight away. So, you've been one of the unfortunate people, and my brother's had a couple, and I've known a lot of friends being in sport that have gone through this, but um, you've done your ACL, yeah, um, yeah. and you've you've come back from an ACL, mm-hmm. and then unfortunately, uh, just again, it, it, you're, you're unfortunate to do it again, but you've decided to, to take a different tact. Mm-hmm. Um, to most Australians and, and not have surgery and you're pretty close to being back. I am back. Yeah, so you're back, back now. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so can you talk us through, you know, your decision making when it, when you came to actually having to make the decision and, and going the non-surgical route mm-hmm. and then um, just maybe some of the, the science behind it all? Yeah, yeah. Well, to start off with, right, so I tore my ACL, had surgery. Ten months later, I was at training. I was almost back and then I tore it again. Right, so then I went to the surgeon, and the following week I was gonna have surgery again. Right, um, everything was going well, like I was preparing for surgery, and then Jason, um, I like got in in contact with me. Jason from Empower Physiotherapy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> drop that bomb. <laughs> drop that bomb. Yeah, gee whiz. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, he got in contact with me, and basically he said, um, I don't need to jump straight into surgery because. Um, so what they, like, so what like a lot of people say is to do at least three months of what they call prehab, 
before you do surgery, right? So in America and in Australia, right, if you tear your ACL, surgeons will look at it and be like, something's wrong, we've got to operate straight away, right? Over in Europe, if you tear your ACL, it's 50% of the people have the surgery, 50% don't have surgery, right? So it's really big in Europe. It's it, it's not big at all over here. So we said, um, give it three months of what we call prehab, right? And prehab is just basically getting your your legs strong, right? So basically, like for three months straight, I was squatting, I was running, it was just real intense, um, just just trying to like build strength in my in my knees, right? And basically, after that three months, if if your knees aren't giving away, if you're stable, if you're running, if you're walking, if if you're doing everything back to normal, well then you would try another few more months, right? Um, of continuing that process without surgery, right? So basically, it's like teaching your body how to adapt without an ACL, right? And it and it all comes down with your mind. Like your mind is a huge, huge factor in like any like recovery thing. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think here we like, sh- we like shy away from that. You know what I mean? Like we see things on like MRI reports, you know, like they're torn. So we have to fix it straight away. But whether, but like we need to like teach ourselves to like operate without that ligament um so that was interesting because he said look you know like you try the three months um and if my knee is still giving away then you have the surgery but me doing that three months that's gonna enhance my recovery after surgery yeah as well so there was real pros to to both ways like from that um but i but like i uh, so like i did the three months um i was running i was pretty much playing basketball after three months so he said look um, we'll do like another three months and then I think it was like six, seven months I was back playing uh, I'd probably basketball without without surgery yeah it's pretty like it's pretty insane like because I know like when my brother did his ACL man he was in, in getting it re- repaired within like a week mm-hmm. yeah you know and then he did it again and then they had him doing surgery again after a week and then I've got another friend of mine who, who did their ACL playing football and then they did it again, and then I told them about your story, and they're like, "Oh no, that's should that's the thing." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, but you had the surgery twice, and you did it, mm-hmm. you know, and you've done it again, and you haven't worried about getting it fixed, and you just don't do anything." So, I just think it's a real n- negative mindset when it gets to you know trying different new things. One hundred percent. Do you have an ACL? I don't have it. it it's torn. So it's, it's just. So, because uh, you remember um, Dejuan Blair? Dejuan yeah, Blair, he was Spurs. no knees with no knees. Yeah, yeah. Um, did he? Because he did he get just get rid of his, or was he his like the same sort of um, scenario as you? I'm like because I don't know what I just remember. Like he had no no ACLs, no yeah. ACLs, yeah. and no yeah, a couple other. I don't think um, he was born like that. I think nah, he tore him. He, yeah, he tore him. He was like a kid, and um, then like he just got used to it. Like, he just didn't have the surgeries. Um, but, yeah, like, Jerome Player was, was one of those. But, yeah, like, it's just, you know, like you said, like, your mate. Um, like, I got the same thing as well. Like, you know what I mean? Um, like, people, like, just being negative about it. But um, it's just, like, what we're, like, used to, right? But, like, in Australia and, like, in America, like, if you tear your ACL, it's just, oh, shoot, like, when's, when's, like, surgery? You know what I mean? But, like, in Europe, like, the normal over there is are you going to have surgery or are you not going to have surgery? But like they always do that three months of prehab, of like prehab, you know what I mean? And, and then you see where you're at because that prehab 
if you're like stable, well then you don't need surgery, then, mm. right? Um, but if your knee's not stable, then your like legs are strong, much stronger than they were before, and that's going to help that that like rehab after the surgery. Yeah. Well, I um I spoke to Jason Empower yeah, yeah. Physiotherapy. Empower Physiotherapy. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Drop, drop a couple. How much did he pay you before this? <laughs> yeah. Mate, nothing. Nothing <laughs> yet. Have, no, nothing yet. He pays yeah. me in other ways. Yeah. That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he said it's not for everyone though. Yeah. No. So not yeah. not everyone can do it. That's so what it has I'm to be a certain certain type of tear or um no like he didn't mean like that what he means by that is if you do the three months your knees can still give away yeah yeah. right so i think that's what he meant by that so like if your knees are still giving way well then obviously like you need to have the surgery because um your knees aren't structurally functioning properly right so then you need the acl um but obviously my knees are like functioning fine and i don't need an acl so i've taught my body without needing an acl and now yeah. you're back balling again. Shake facts, man. Yeah, getting Shake, buckets. Killing it, bro. Breaking people down. Facts. Smashing ankles. Well, man, i got a good coach in you, bro. <laughs> and there's yep. skill sessions. There's skill <laughs> sessions, man. That's it, man. Uh, so, Sam, you brought something in. Um, and I love these things, bro. <laughs> like, I really do. Yeah, so, look, it's um, oh, maybe a few days ago, um, I went uh, foraging in, in the cupboard to see what there was to snack on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I seen a packet of Oreos. Yep. And I thought, you know what? I haven't had these in a while. They're pretty good, so you know, I'll I'll grab them. Um, and then I was just sitting there in my in my bed eating these Oreos, watching some Netflix, and I was like, man, Oreos might be severely underrated. Man, I I could not agree more. I think Oreos are one of those things where you see them and you're like, yeah, they're pretty good, but then you eat them. And you might, this is the best stuff that I've ever had. For that moment, they're the best thing in the world. Facts, do, you, do you reckon they get taken for granted? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, definitely. It's just like, oh, it's just an Oreo. Mm. So like, and then, yeah, you get it. And then you're like, oh, damn, this is an Oreo. Like, this is yeah. good. Like, I actually think it's the cost of them. Because yeah, I see packets of Oreos for a dollar. Cheap. You're like, oh man, cheap. it's a dollar. That's cheap, man. And that's, that's value. I'm telling you now, that is value. Yeah. Go get a packet of Oreos for a dollar. And just enjoy that in one sitting. Um, I'm not encouraging binge eating, but with Oreos, it's no such you thing. Have to. You just got to. It'd be rude not to. It'd be rude not to. So I think you see the price, and you're like, oh, they can't be that good. Yeah. And then you get them, and you're like, man, these are so damn good. Do you know what would be make them better? There's one thing that would make what? Oreos better if they were bigger. You reckon? See, yeah, yeah. I, see, I'm actually a big fan of the minis. You know how you can get the tubs yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, with the Oreo. Yeah. I'm actually a big fan of the minis. I like I like the normal size Oreo, but I like them to be a bit bigger. Yeah, you know, right. like a Subway cookie size. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. That, well, my big... mum, like, she buys like the chocolate covered. Yeah. So they're chocolate covered Oreos. Oh really? Yeah, man. I didn't even know you could That's get the them. business. Yeah. yeah. They did chocolate like covered. wafer sticks as well. Did they? Yeah, with like the Oreo wafer kind of thing. They're so versatile as well. You know, like there's so many different types of Oreos. Yeah, well, like minis, the yeah. wafers, yeah. chocolate covered, like yeah, sort of like because I love a Tim Tam. Yeah, Tim I Tim love Tam. a Tim Tam, and I love a Tim Tam straw, and I just enjoy that. But there's nothing better than the original Tim Tam because oh, they the have original, all these yeah. different flavors. Nah, the originals, the, the original the is the best. Um, you, yeah, like you can't go wrong with those ones. But I'm more of like a caramel man. I love the Tim Tam caramel ones. Yeah? Yeah, like over, the, over them. Yeah, for sure. Really? Anything caramel. Anything caramel. Oh, 100%. I'll, I'm, do you know a cheap way to make caramel? What's that? So you can get a condensed milk. Go buy condensed milk. 
Okay. Boil it. Me buying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, me. <laughs> me. Seriously, you go buy okay. a, a, a tin of condensed milk. Yep. And boil it. Yeah. And like boil it for like an hour, an hour and a half. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and just okay. leave it there boiling. Okay. And then take the tin out. All right. Open that bad boy up. And that is a jar of caramel. That's what caramel is. It's caramel. Just a jar of caramel. It's delicious. Actual. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, condensed milk. Boil that up. And then you can put it in the fridge and spread it on bread. It's good. I, I, yeah. I'm i not even kidding. I will do that. Yeah, do Thank that. You. Do that. Yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, it's actually made my day. You will love that. Yeah. Back to the Oreo. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, so we got the caramel train there. <laughs> got the caramel train. Um, yeah. I think another important question is, we'll talk about the normal sized Oreos. Yeah, yeah. How do you eat them? Ooh. Do I have a cup of tea or not? No, no, no you're just people... having Oreos. You're just having Oreos. All right, so I just got Oreos? Yeah, not accompanied by anything yeah. else. First one, I'll twist and separate yeah. and eat the icing first yeah. and then eat the biscuits. Mm. Second one, what I'm going to do is eat it as a proper Oreo. Oreo. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third one, I'm going to make sure I have a cup of tea and I dip that. And I dip In it tea? For, yeah. And I dip it for like second. Yeah. And right. then I eat the whole Oreo in my mouth, just one yeah. drop in. tea. Yeah. And that's my three Oreo tradition. That's it. So I, I think I stick with the breaking them apart. Yeah. Get the icing. Yeah. And then finish it off. Okay. Simple, but if I'm lazy, I might just shove it just in. Just chuck the biscuit. Yeah. In. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dan, how you eating Oreo? Me and my brothers, right? We're huge with like Nutella. So like, yeah. so we'll get that and we'll dip it in Nutella. Oh, Oreo. Yeah, in man. Nutella. I'm being serious. That. That sounds a biz. We'll dip that in like Nutella. Anything Nutella, man. We'll, really? we'll dip that in for sure. That explains hands, a lot about Nick. Oh, he's he's broken. <laughs> he's broken. <laughs> that explains he, a lot. That kid, I'm being serious. These last, especially like these last few years. You know what I mean? Like he was a bit shy. Yeah. Like a bit chubby. Yeah. Like, like he was shy, but now like he's grown up. You know, like he's, he's dropped tall. Some weight. Yeah, he's, he's tall, tall and yeah. now he's just gone out of his shell. And like these last few years, man, he's just been this arrogant, funny. <laughs> Little shit. Next level. Jeez, yeah, he's a funny one, man. He's a funny one. Talking about things like, so the caramel thing. Yeah. So I want to shift to like toffee. Have you guys ever made toffee? Do you no. guys like toffee? I'll eat I eat anything. So basically toffee is sugar and vinegar. And you just cook that up. It is yeah. so good. So yeah, good. Right. We, my old man used to make it. And we just have a little cook off. And we'd have all of this toffee just in the fridge. Just grab one and just bung away. But those things are so bad for you, like caramel, mm. toffee, because it's just sugar. sugar yeah, yeah. Um, but it's so good, so good. It's pretty cool how they make it though, as well. Like I went to like a place like in Bunbury, mm. and they like actually showed you like how they make all the toffee. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's actually like it's pretty cool, man. It is cool. They, they wrap it all around in that like machine thing. It's just cool. I um. I like that. So if you go down, it's like the honeycomb as well. Like you go down south to Kawarama, and they have the candy cow. Down there, I love that place. That place is so good. And you can get like honeycomb, like just pure honeycomb. And they show you how they make that mm. down there. Mm. And it's, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Or you can go to uh, Rock Candy. You ever been to Rock Candy? No, I've never been there. Yeah, so you can go to Rock Candy. And what they do is they show you making the candy and they're rolling it out and all that sort of stuff. And then they can put like your name in it and all sorts of stuff. Mm. Yeah, so, can can you know. spell Quarum up? Kawaram up. Yeah, Kawaram up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's C. Yeah. O. W. Yeah. A. R. 
A-M-U-P. Quorum up. Nice. And you know what the funniest thing about this was? Is that you could have said anything and like I wouldn't have said anything because I have no idea. I I still don't know if I was right. right. I didn't get that right. I was just intrigued to see whether I like. I just know it's got a cow at the front. That's why they call it the cow. You can't cow. Cow while I'm up. Cow while I'm up. Yeah, Yeah. beautiful spot though down near Margaret River. Yeah, right. Margaret River, yeah. Yeah, Which is cool. Um, So, there's not much better than Oreos. I think we're fine there. Yeah, I I think... We've got that off. I've got that off my chest now. Anyway, yeah. you know. Do you know? What I think there's not much better than. What's that? Doing stuff on your own. Really, you're a big fan of that, are you? I actually really enjoy doing things by myself. So, like, we come in uh, with a, a an interesting thought. You know what? What are what are the things that are fine to do by yourself, and what are the things that are frowned upon? I guess. Ooh, what's frowned upon? You reckon? I what I don't know. Like, is going to a pub. By yourself, frowned upon. I, I think it. Oh, I mean, like if you're not going to meet anyone, that you're just going to the pub to go to the pub. Um, well, it's really up to the person, isn't it? Mm. It's kind of it's kind of the thing that like sucks about like societal norms. Yeah, yeah. you know, like mm. you might think it's wrong that old mates gone down to the pub to have a beer and relax. Well, I definitely don't think it's wrong because um, I do it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> But you know, like, but if the guys, mm. if the person's got no problem with it, and he's not, or the person's not hurting someone or making a fool of themselves, like, mm. what's wrong with it? You know, like, yeah. But well, I, I like, I'll often like, I'll go to the movies by myself. Mm. Like, if there's a movie I want to yeah. watch, and I want to watch that movie, mm. there's nothing better than going by yourself with no one that can talk to you, or and you can really sit down and enjoy, you know, that movie that you really wanted to watch. Yeah, mm. yeah, you know. And I talk to some people and they're like, well, you know, why do you go by yourself? And they don't get it. Yeah. That's just confidence, man. That's like confidence in yourself. I like that. I like that, man. Is it confidence in yourself? I reckon 100%. 100%. Like I know like a lot of people who um, they don't want to be seen alone. Oh, really? I know a lot. 100%. I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. Um, I 100% eat, confidence. I eat quite often by myself sometimes. Um, hmm I go to the beach quite often. You do, yeah. yeah. By myself, like if no one wants to you go, do? I'm, yep, I'm yep. just going to go down. Like, it's not going to stop me. Um, I think that's a lot of my thing. Like I will, most of the time, I will ask someone or a few people if they want to come along. Um, but if no one does, then most likely I'm still going to go do it by myself. Mm. Um, I think that's the thing. Like I'll never, I'm not going to let that stop me from going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think if you re- like an interesting one's like a, a festival or a concert. So say yeah. say you're a fan of a band and your mates really aren't. Mm-hmm. Do you do you pay the money and go to that concert because you really want to see the band, or I, do you not go because you're by yourself? I think if it's someone that like you've been hanging out to see for a long time hmm. and like. Mate, let's put it in this perspective. If mm. it was Wolski, yeah, yeah, and Oasis came into town, yeah, you're going for sure, aren't you? Yeah, and I think Wolski actually bought me a ticket to go see Liam Gallagher. Yeah, because he wanted to go. Yeah, so I think Wolski would do that, like buy someone buy a ticket, some, yes. to go so that he's not by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and he's been on the show before. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Is that a better option than going by yourself? Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe if you're not wanting to go by yourself, 
maybe a good option mm. is like, hey, I'm gonna, you know, I'm buy two tickets and. But what if that person doesn't enjoy it as much, and then you're in the moment and you're just loving yeah. it, and then you see them, <laughs> and they're not really as much, they're not vibing it, and you sort of like you ungrateful bastard. I just paid this money ticket. to see the greatest the moment ticket. in music history. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I see. Like if someone asked me to go somewhere. Like, even if I don't enjoy it, well, have a couple extra drinks and then you, you'll enjoy it anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's all. That, <laughs> Dutch culture. That's, like, yeah, that's like, another thing, man. Like, like, can you guys go out sober? Yeah, I've done yeah, it recently. We've, we've, had we've this, both done we've it recently, yeah. Okay, is it the same? An- no. Answer the truth? It's not, No, it? not at all. It's no. not. I went out like a few weeks ago uh, to like my mate's uh, 19th, I think it was, and I was driving and I was sober. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I had like one drink. I was like, how do people voluntarily go out sober yeah you know I, mean? I yeah I, I, I could I don't think voluntarily. and you, you could as well you've done it and sam definitely could yeah i just i enjoy a social beverage so for me it takes it does take a little bit of the fun mm. out of it i guess it does take the fun out of it which is like again a little bit comes back to that like going up by yourself thing like can you have that that confidence that like that carefree factor to mm. still act as fun as you would if you were drunk whilst you were sober you know what i mean yeah well put it this way if i've had a if i've got a belly full and no one else wants to go to the club and i want to go to the club i'm going to the club mm. like you know mm. but yeah. if i'm sober i'm probably not yeah probably not i might go to the pub if i'm sober but i'm probably not going to do a club yeah good point unless i've had a had a few yeah i think like obviously it's probably not as as fun but I think as long as you can still have some fun, then you're all right. Like if you're at the point where you're like, I can't go out mm. and slightly enjoy the night with like, especially when you're with your mates or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah, that's an issue. If you can't yeah. like, then you need to work on some self-confidence or like something. Well, I actually think if you've got a mate with you that's not drinking, oh, it's yeah. easier. It's yeah, because you guys can just sit back and you talk about yeah. like normal things and but when you're with i find that when you're with a whole group of mates and they're all drinking and you're not drinking say you're the designated mm-hmm. driver that's actually quite difficult yeah because they're all off yeah being yeah but if you're with one other person and you you shared this story with me yeah. sam when um jalen was out here mm-hmm. you happily go out but then there's two of you yeah so i think that makes it yeah, definitely yeah. easier yeah, yeah. jalen didn't drink yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah so i don't know it's interesting but yeah it's not i wouldn't say it's one of my biggest cause of concerns <laughs> yeah, well, if you have to, then you, yeah. you just do it. Yeah, and like I said, anything for my life. If my kids have got sport the next day or whatever, and I have to, then I'm I'm not. No, that's fine. There's other more important things. Exactly. But yeah. I think like like Dan's saying, it's definitely more fun. Oh yeah, it's you know, it is more fun. If if you can sort of just loosen up a little and just you know, and again, we're not a we might sound like it, but we're not a pod that condones over drinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's it is nice to go out every now yeah. and then. Um, is there anything else? Like, I think would be weird, like, if you packed a big picnic lunch and went and ate that by yourself. You reckon? Yeah, like a proper, like, like, oh, basket like, a and, like, yeah. a, like, you have, like, a blanket oh, and right, grass. Yeah. And like that, I think that would be quite weird. Maybe. Like, I, I was going to say, like, grab some food and go to, the, oh, that's to like, fine. a spot. I go sit on the beach yeah, sometimes. Like, that's and eat. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But, yeah, like, a full picnic, maybe. <laughs> but, like, once again, it's, like, kind of, like, the same as that that bloke that's going to the pub and having a beer mm. like 
someone wants to go have a picnic by themselves. Like, yeah. I guess you get a nice book and you can just yeah, lay on the like, grass. And I guess another one maybe is traveling by yourself. I've done that and I loved it. Yeah, I've heard really good things about yeah. that. Eh? I've yeah. always wa- I've always wanted to do that. I've loved it. I went to New York City by myself and enjoyed every moment of it. I got out to meet the people, uh, you know, because it forces you. But did you do that in like a group though? No, by myself. Like in Tiki? No, by myself. Yo, you travel everything by Yeah, by well, myself. How did you meet people then? Yeah. I went to the pub. You went to the pub? Yeah, just <laughs> yeah, went, yeah. Just went, went yeah. The... Oh, I went Were to... Were you sober? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went and I died some of the time. <laughs> you know, and then I'd, I'd walk on the street, I could talk to local people, yeah. I'd go on yeah. tours. Like you meet other tourists by going on tours and different things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just I booked my own hotel, stayed there, you know, and I've done that in a few different places. Um, and, you know, for me... It's a great way to meet people. You obviously have to be uh, intelligent enough to, to stay out of certain areas and be safe and make sure that you know certain times of the day or night you're mm. you know you're you're in the right spots. But it's a it's a really good way. And I've met friends you know that are friends from me now, and I did that sort of ten years ago. Mm. Um, you know that we're still still pretty close. So that's the thing. I've never met anyone who like has has gone like on a like a holiday or something like by themselves and they haven't enjoyed it. Hmm. Like everyone I've heard, they've all like loved going out traveling by themselves. Well, I think it's a mindset, man. Like if you go in, go, well, I'm going to go out and I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, then you... you're going to go out and have a good yeah. time, or I'm going to go out and meet people because you're forced to meet people. You're going to meet people, mm. whereas people can sort of get stuck in their own little, you know, their own little shell, I guess. So you go with a couple of other people. Yeah, you do things together. You don't really talk to anyone else because you've got someone to talk good to. Point. Good point. Yeah. Um, so you're kind of forced. To change your mindset a little yeah. bit. I enjoyed traveling by myself. Like, mm. I did Hawaii by myself. Yeah. Just you at did, the beginning yeah. of the year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's, like you said, mindset. Just if you're going to go out there and have a good time. And as long as you, yeah, be a bit street smart about where you are and whatnot. And don't put yourself in a position to have something bad happen or something like that. And you'll be, you're going to be sweet and you have a good time. So, mm. Well, I guess I guess the message for me is, look, if you want to go do stuff by yourself, be confident, go out and do it. You know, as long as it's you know, you know, don't don't go out and and do something illegal or something that might offend people. But you know, go out and and do some things like it's it's okay. Sometimes the the freedom um, gives you some clarity. Um, sometimes right. the being alone gives you a bit of clarity, and then you know, sometimes it gives you opportunity to meet new people and do new things as well. So just don't allow others to hold you back. Is probably my message. Get around it. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Facts. So I heard you talking, it was a little while ago, Sam, and I remember, maybe this is why it sparked me to watch it, but yesterday I was sitting there, I was like, oh man, flicking through Netflix as you do, you know, what can I watch? You know, your fire was lit, let's just have a chill. And the three identical strangers popped up. And I do, now that we've sort of had a little conversation, remember you saying something about think, it a while I ago? I think I did, yeah. And um, I thought, man, I've got I've to watch this, it looks really interesting. Um, but basically, uh, it's a documentary on Netflix, and, and the gist of the show is, is there's there was a guy who went to college in America, and the first day that he rocked up to college, he had all these people come up to him and go, "Hey man, like how you going? Like good to see you. Welcome back." And girls coming up and kissing him, and you know he's just thinking, oh, "I don't know any of these people. I've just rocked up. This is my first day. I'm a freshman at college." And then uh, he's walked into this dorm, and and a guy. Uh, has come up to him and, and basically said to him, you know, what's your birthday? And he's like, um, 12th of June, 1960 or, or whatever it was. 
Um, where were you born? Uh, New York City. And then he said to this guy, I think you've got a, an identical twin that was at university the year before. Same university, same dorm, all of that. So they, they pretty much run out, call this guy, organize a meetup, and the dudes are identical. Mm. And they find out that they were, they, they were twins um, at birth and then they were adopted out. Okay. Yep, so they were adopted out to separate families. Wow. And then and the same color. that's created like this big story where, you know, the newspapers come in and then they end up being on the front page and then this other kid picks the front page up and his mum picks the front page up and they're like, you will not believe that there's these two people on the front page of the newspaper that look exactly like you. Exactly the same. So he calls up one of the parents and then they meet up and they find out that all three of them were triplets that were separated at birth by this um, adoption agency, all right, and put out to different three different families, and they found each other at nineteen years old. So wow. it's been nineteen years apart, and they get together. Which you think in itself is just an absolutely incredible story, but where this stuff gets really, really interesting is that they find out after doing some research that they were put in certain families deliberately. One was a blue collar family. One was a white-collar family that was quite wealthy, and there was one family that was middle class. And basically, psychologists would come and visit them every year and study them in their different environments to see you know, how that they ended up from different parenting or whatnot. Um, and they told the parents, because they didn't know they were triplets, uh, that it was a study for all adopted children. Mm. So the parents didn't even know that they were a wow. triplet. So it obviously comes to, to question, you know, you know, is it ethical for an adoption agency to separate identical twins or identical triplets? Because they found out that it was like 30-odd triplet twins a, or triplets. There was a bunch of families oh, wow. that they did that to and a bunch of research. And probably the most disappointing thing is they never used anything. They never used the research was, for anything. Yeah, there was yeah. no... Nothing that they no um conclusion came from it. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Well, other other than the there was some conclusions, but they've never published yeah. them. So like all the boys enjoyed similar things. Mm. They looked exactly the same. They had the same mannerisms. Yep. They sounded the same. They spoke the same, and they were all from different families. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. that was this hereditary stuff there, um, which was was really really um, really interesting. Um, but like everything. They're all they're all quite individual in certain areas as well, um, and there's a, I won't go into it, but there was a really sad part of it as well, um, you know, of their story. Uh, but you know, it's just right. So, do you guys like what? What's your thoughts? Like, obviously, interesting story, but like ethically, like for research reasons, it, it sounds like very Cold Warish to me. But it's um because it was when was it? It was it was quite um. The nineties or something, eighties, nineties, yeah, eighties, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. It was, um, so it was like I think it was from nineteen sixty something to nineteen eighty. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, years. obviously times have changed a lot mm. since then. Um, but then also, it wouldn't surprise me if something like that was still going on somewhere. Oh yeah, now you yeah. know what I mean. Um, I think I mean it probably sounds bad the way I say it, but because it's easy to do. Mm. You know, because they, they're there um, and people are always curious 
and sometimes I guess the curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, it's just not not just the insane. right thing, I guess. To um, well, I guess like the if they didn't end up going to the same university, would they have ever found each other? And would have had these three triplets that. Well, that's the thing. Like, as if that happened, you know what I mean? Like, out of all university, they've gone to the same one, and that's how that happened, you know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy how they found that out. And apparently there's still a bunch of twins that were separated that actually don't know they're twins. Yeah, they're... Yeah, they've never... Because they didn't release any information. These disguises... Yes, that would have sparked more interest then, eh? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, it was just... It's just bizarre. And I watched that, and I was just like, man, that just blew my absolute mind. I just thought, how can... How can humans with hearts and brains do that to to kids? I understand that it's probably harder to adopt out three separate kids. It mm-hmm. prob- probably is. Oh, three kids together. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they would have found someone that was like, yeah, I'd take, you know, all because to keep them together. But they're doing like a study on it, you yeah. know what I mean, as well. So they, they knew all about it. Well, par- tracking it. When they were babies, apparently all three kids did the same thing. They'll bash their heads against the the wall and yeah, like because their separation anxiety there. Yeah, yeah. Like from because they'd shared a womb with these these other babies, obviously, mm-hmm. and they they in the same bed when we're in, in the orphanage, and then they get separated. And, yeah, so it's well, psychologically, it's got to do some sort of yeah. It's like even when you think about it, though, like what is that research at the end of the day really gonna do to like change? Well, I guess they're trying to f- work out that it doesn't matter who your parents are, you're gonna end up. Are you gonna end up the same, or has the parents got that bigger influence? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like the parents that raise you, not your biological parents, or or is it is it hereditary? Are your your traits your your you know are they hereditary or are they given by the people that raise you? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I think that's what I, they're trying to find. So they, yeah. you know, and they, I think they found out that they're all obviously different, but there's a lot that. That carries, carries through. through. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't do it. Well, I wouldn't have thought you would do it. <laughs> no, like if I was a researcher, yeah. I wouldn't be like, oh, split up these these three kids. Yeah. But like, were like their traits like still the same? Because they grew up in like, like yeah, different, very, very similar. So yeah, the traits were the same. They, the way they moved, the and way they, they spoke. Yeah, yeah. And like the mannerisms, mannerisms. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. All, all the same. Um, and they grew up in different families. Yeah. I was quite, thought it was quite funny um, that one of the big things they mentioned a few times is they liked the same cigarettes. Yeah, that was like, yeah. I'm like, so? Like, that just, like, that's not the bit, that wasn't the thing that sort of like, I was like, well, yeah. Priorities in life. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it was the 80s and, oh, yeah, you know, and cigarettes yeah. were huge and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So I just thought, I thought that was interesting. It is a good doco though, because like, I do remember when I told you about it, you watch the first 30 minutes or so and you're like, oh, like, cool story, mm. but... You know, not very exciting for um for Netflix and but then it yeah. just yeah, it flips and turns and it's it's if you haven't watched it, it's um be it's something interesting to watch. Yeah. And you've watched something interesting recently? I did. Um I've been well, I I'm kinda of still watching it. Um it's all about like um deportation in uh America. Um obviously when Trump came in, um he enforced a couple um, laws and stuff, I guess, to make it a lot harder for illegal immigrants and stuff like that um, to stay in the country. Um, some of like, so some of the stories are the when the parents got deported mm-hmm. from America and they had kids, 
they'd actually take the kids away from their parents. Yeah, well, that's, um, yeah. And the kids would go to a separate... Um, Concentration camp. I was camp. about to say a concentration <laughs> camp, but then I was like, that's the wrong word. Yeah. Um, Immigration facility. Yeah, kind of yeah. thing, um, which was all weird. But I think that lasted about six months or something, mm-hmm. and they got changed. But then they obviously they had to go through the problem of finding the kids again and matching them with their parents. Yeah, man. Which was, double the work. Um, yeah, crazy. But yeah, a lot of interesting things like um, some of like the illegal immigrants have been there since like the 70s or 80s never caused like serious um offenses or stuff like that um worked did all that kind of stuff you know like moved somewhere for the better of their family mm-hmm. and then when trump came in and changed the laws um they could just get picked up and sent to the, the um, immigration thing and sent back. Yeah, that's crazy, crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's like ICE. ICE is a department. I don't know yeah. what it is. Immigration something, something. Um, but it's really interesting because like, the people that work in that department have conflicting views. Some of them are like, I'm just doing my job. Yeah. Others are like, oh, like, someone's got to do it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's really interesting to see like the different points of views that you get um, about it, which I think, and I mean, there's probably a lot of countries that kind of go through that same yeah. thought process of what's... Would have been interesting to talk to Troy, who's been on before, because he worked in immigration for a long oh, time. Really? About yeah, yeah, right. yeah, so he did a lot of interviews. Um, so yeah, interesting. Um, is Trump the most interesting president of all time? Oof. Most controversial. Now, I'm, yeah. say, I'm not saying that in like a positive way, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, cause he, man, he's, he's done some things and can you believe, like, can you honestly believe that the American people are considering voting for him again? Are they? Well, is, is that it? the, is that the consensus? Well, I, I'm not exactly sure where it is now, but he's in the running. So yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. Wouldn't surprise me, man. Like people... Like, if, yeah, better the devil you know. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I just I some just... of the things I hear, I just, yeah, anyway. So we, we might talk, after this election, we might have a, a chat about, because American politics is quite interesting. I think globally, particularly if you're a Western nation, it impacts, you know, everyone. So I think maybe in the future we'll talk about him. But if you were to say one word about Trump, what would it be, Dan? Mm, entertaining. Yeah. Entertaining. Right, what would you say, Sammy? Um, gee whiz. Gee whiz is probably what I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd say it's rhyme with stick. Yeah. Um, all right, so I've, I've got an interesting... I think it's an interesting um, topic anyway because if, say, because you're young, Dan, and Sam, you're young as well, and I'm quite old, um, and if we worked into it, say we walked into the same room, how do you think they would... Treat us differently. You're the old man. Yep. And uh, we're the young bucks. Yeah. So what I mean, like, is is the, are they gonna uh, like treat us? Are they gonna talk to us the same way? Are they gonna talk to us differently? Are we, you know? I think off face value, um, they'll probably depending on who the person is. If the person that room that we walk into, mm. if it's a younger crowd. Mm. 
the younger people might talk to us in a bit more younger person lingo or yep. kind of, and then maybe if they talk to you, they'll try and um, find a bit more like common ground of something that maybe is like stereotypically yeah, like everyone a- enjoys or something like whether it's like mm. football or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think that would be the only difference. What do you reckon there? Yeah, well, like, yeah, like if you walk into like a younger crowd, they'll obviously speak to you more formal, I reckon. You know, like shake hands, that type of thing. But if they spoke to me, it'd be like, oh, what's up, bro? Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that fun type thing. Um, but because I know you, I'll, you know, like I speak to you, like, hey, what's up, man? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, what's yeah. up, bro? But like if I meet someone else older, or like, that you don't know, yeah. You know, or like the same age, you know, like it'd be like the formal handshake type thing. But yeah, like, I, I guess like if you know them and you know what I mean? And like the crowd you're in. Yeah. That you're going into. So like, yeah, I, I guess, I guess the other question is you guys are quite young. Like if you had like a, a mid thirties, uh, like here at a pub and you've got a mid thirties lady there who's available. And then you've got someone like in their mid twenties who's available, and then you've got someone early 20s like you guys, are you going to talk to them differently? You say you're just as interested in all of them. Nah, it doesn't change. Doesn't change for you? Same lines. <laughs> give us one of your, give us one oh, of your my, crackers. My, nah, so, nothing special. Nothing special. Just just what are you, what are you drinking? Something like that. Mm. Just, to, just to get a bit of conversation flowing. Yeah, okay, yeah. If my drink's empty, especially if my drink's empty, that's, I probably... I ask them what they're drinking if it looks like something a bit like mm. interesting. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I don't know. Did you buy them one? Nah, hell no. <laughs> well, that's... I ain't got no money. That's, that's nah, crazy. Maybe if they're Do you money. know what they're thinking though? Oh, what are you drinking? You know what they're thinking? You're going to buy oh, one. Yeah. And then you turn into the guy that's the arsehole that asks them what they're drinking, but you don't buy them a drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, what are, I'm not there to please anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sam, you're not doing yourself any favors. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Love it what about you? Are you any lines? Yeah, what, if you are you going to talk to them differently? Like if it's like an older woman? Oh, or... it, look, if it's an older, attractive woman, like I'm not going to lie, I think I like stutter and, and, and like you're nervous and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. But you know, if it's like a, you know, like a mid 20s, like a younger 20s, yeah, like I'll be, you know, like I'll use my lines, you know. Yeah. So give us a line. Oh, I, I don't want to give away all my secrets, man. Just give me, <laughs> give me one. Give me one. Uh, this is, yeah. God, I'm all saying right. this, Jesus Christ. This, this is what I do. So I walk up to them, right? Yeah. And I'll grab them by the arm or at the waist right? yeah, yeah. I'd be like wow out of everyone here your smile just stands out I had to talk to you right and then yeah. right because it, it doesn't seem like a pickup line does it it does no it doesn't <laughs> no, it, it does not that does yeah. not seem like a pickup line that just seems like a straight like like a compliment Why? Well, so you'd you go I mean? you'd go up to anyone and just say look your oh, smile stands out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no, you're going up to the girl no, you want to no, no. have time with exactly yeah. right yeah. exactly right and then you know like they use like laugh or giggle type thing, and then you know, like it just creates like a conversation like that, kind of like an icebreaker type thing. But you know, like when you do talk to them, and just straight away you get bad vibes, like they're just not interested. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Then it's just like, all right, you know, like I'll see you later. But it it wasn't like a pickup line type thing. You know what I mean? That's what I would do. That's what I would do. It, it's and it like, works. That's alright. <laughs> I was like, oh, I would just yeah, keep on smiling, and then you walk away. <laughs> yeah, and, that's what I was like, you bloody snob. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. All right, so I like it, bro. I like it. Just to, to sort of move on, like, do you think, like, say you meet two dudes, and one's a doctor and one's a brickie, and you know, you know both of these people. I'm getting with the brickie. Do you? But do you change the way you talk to to them? 
Because you know one's a doctor, one's a brickie. Me, personally, no. Like, definitely not. Like, as an adult, I would speak to the principal the same that I would speak to the janitor. You know what I mean? Good. Like, that's just how I was, like, brought up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, what about you, Sam? I think, like, I speak to everyone the same mm. from the start, but then once you dive into conversation a bit more, you can kind of get a vibe of how they're... How they're um, what their language is like, I guess, and you can kind of accommodate to to that. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think that's what most people would do. Like. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to drop my best Grey's Anatomy language on a doctor. Grey's Anatomy, man. Yeah. Hey, I'm on that grind right now. <laughs> yeah. Grey's Anatomy. I'm, I'm going to call stat and <laughs> all that. Sort of I'm stuff. actually low-key learning. Man, I want to be a heart surgeon now. I'm being serious. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts, though, Nixie? Because you didn't really give us your thoughts on the older versus younger. We, we gave oh, you us on, on the younger. Absolutely. I feel, I feel like I see all the time that, say, a young person goes into a place, because mm. I hang out with you guys sometimes, um, that they get treated differently to what I get treated. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm older. Yeah. And, you know. In what way? Uh, just people tend to be a little bit more, like you said, a little bit uh, more respectful. Yeah, yeah. You know, with people that are, which is a good thing mm-hmm. in general. Um, whereas... With with young people, there's like a preconceived idea that they're, um, I guess they, they don't they don't deserve as much respect. I guess, yeah. So I I see that. Yeah. I see that, and I think you'd have you'd be silly not to talk to an older older lady that um, that you might be interested in different to a young girl because they're mm. completely different stages of their life, and you need to understand that you know there's different things happening. Mm. Um, so I think you've got to go in with a different. Uh, not you still be yourself, but you've you've got to go in understanding that they're they're in a different mindset. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. What's happened, Sam? Nothing, mate. We're um we're ticking time bomb right now. We're at, we're <laughs> we're at the end of our uh, end of our show time. How long have we been on? It's about 46 minutes. 46 mate. minutes. That's, that's yeah, about that's, that's, that's about our due time. That's it. So that's it. That's how we do it. How'd you find it, Dan? Good. It's fine, man. Yeah, love talking smack with you guys. Um, so I just want to remind everyone uh, to follow us on our social media avenues. Um, so Instagram and yeah. Facebook. Yeah. We're not on the Twitter train. Nah, that's yeah. <laughs> the account's yeah. there if you want to follow, but there's yeah. no, no We have an account, so hit us on Twitter and we'll never, <laughs> ever <laughs> see it. <laughs> ever. Um, we love it. We love and hashtag those hashtag opinions unqualified. Uh, make sure you share. Please share with your friends. Share with your family. Um, what I'd love to set a challenge for someone to get a celebrity um, to um, no, to to admit that they listen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just someone just get out there and just hit up all the celebs. Um, that'd be cool. Um, President Trump. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone that listens to the show, <laughs> send a direct message to Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, anything else, Sammy? That's it. Take it easy. Be happy. Thanks. Be safe. Sure.